There's enough space, right? Oh yeah, yeah. This the mem. Oh yeah, it's on my phone. It's cool. Uh, yeah, we're good to go. So Loesch, what's up, dude? Uh, we were talking about arson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we wait, no, we were talking about accidentally setting fire. Yeah, not not perp. Well, not purposely. Yeah. I've never. Well, I purposely, you know, when you light your fires at home and stuff. And, well, right. But nothing. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, the first time neighbors came. Second time, I caught our backyard on fire. I was playing matches by myself. I like though, like we're just jumping into this one, like going right into fire. This is good. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're in fire season. Be careful. Don't yeah. play with matches out there, guys. Especially not in the riverbed. No, not in the river. Not anywhere, really. So second time, what happened? Second time was I was in our... We had... And it was still in Imperial Beach. And I was in the backfield. And I had some matches and caught on fire. And fire department came. I was hiding under the bed. Like, how big are we talking, though? Like, uh, Probably it was good. Just the backyard. It didn't get in, in the neighbor's yards or anything like that. So That's maybe good. a quarter acre. That's interesting. So, um, and then the third time was my brother... I had nothing to do with this one. I was surfing. Ah. <laughs> my brother tried to kill a black widow with uh, the old raid and a match. Oh yeah, yeah. But the siding was wood on the house, oh. and he held it there too long. So he held, well, he did. He held it, and then he left and went to pick up my little sister at school. Gotcha. And he came back, and he well, he's walking back, and he's like, "Fire department's going." On. He's like, "What's going on?" And he's like, turns down. He's like, "Oh no, they're down at our house." So, so it's like that meme that goes around where there's a big spider, and they're like, "Oh, screw that, just burn the house down." Burn the house down. I saw a spider last night, dude, and I was. It was a, I don't know what it was. I think it was a wolf spider. It was pretty, it was a decent size. They get pretty big, man. They get pretty big. And I have an aversion to spiders that just. just, What about snakes then? I'm totally cool with snakes. See, I can't stand spiders or snakes. 100% cool with snakes. But spiders, I'm just like, it was, even though it's, you know, that big, it's like, all right, Lisa's like, we got to get it. (laughs) And you're like, no, you got to get it. No, I'm like, I'll get it. And I'm just like, literally it's one of those things you have to think about afterwards. You're like, man, why am I so racked with fear by this little spider? Did something happen when you were a kid? I saw a movie called Giant Spider Invasion when I was... Too young? I was probably seven years old. I remember that movie. <sighs> Apparently it worked, though. It, it scared worked, the crap out of you. Well, that movie gave me my love for reading. I mean, that's when I started actually... Really? Yeah, because I stayed up all night reading Encyclopedia Brown. And Hard oh, Hard I remember Wars that and one. Yeah. Encyclopedia... Wow, you just... I had not thought about that in, like... 25 years yeah so that's what Damn. gave me my because I, I would just brown. sit up at night all night long yep. just freaked out that, there was a bunch of those right like yeah, a bunch of those bunch, encyclopedia bunch of series, brown yep. yeah yeah I had like a bunch of them I didn't have all of them but damn you would get them at the scholastic thing from school where you would yes. do the little sign off and that then little like, shitty like check mark yeah. I want this one and, and you would get it and it'd be like a three months later yeah well that, now it's like everything's digital now your kid's like oh you can go to this online book scholastic thing and yeah it's called book. barnes and noble well there's it's that called, uh, amazon. amazon yeah, yeah that's what that's it is where amazon started i know well they started it as uh shoes only was it shoes or books only i thought it was books books only, only then yeah and then they now they just own the world they're like they're better than they i'd rather go to amazon online than go to like the actual physical walmart store yeah, but sometimes Walmart's fun just to go to to watch, dude. Just it's like going it. to the fair. It's totally like going to the fair, dude. <laughs> it is totally like going to the fair. Have you seen that uh, page on Facebook? It's called The No-Nos. No, but... And I- it's basically um, Pozo Saloon. Um, I don't think it's Walmart, but it's like the fair, um, those concerts that go on Avila. Yeah. And people submit photos, and I, I think I know who the owner of that page is. But anyway, it's all these photos like mocking these like Walmart people. You know how they dress, like the combinations, the hair, the... Yeah. It's pretty... You should check it out, the no-nos. Um, the no-nos. I like Evil Shatner. 
I've not seen that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Evil Shatner. Yeah, it's a obviously good... off Will Shatner. Yeah. Will, Bill, William Shatner. Bill um, Shatner to his friends. He's hilarious. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, what's up, Bill? <laughs> what's up, Bill? Just come on the podcast, bro. Um, come and chat, sat and chat with us. <laughs> oh, he, that would be a good like name for him, dude, for his own sat, podcast. Sat, chat, and chat. Speaking of podcasts, this is number five. Number five. And we're at Barrel House again. Bring. Tin City. Do you want to mention that other thing that you couldn't mention before, but you mentioned earlier? When oh, I totally, yeah. Recording uh, Golden was Apple up. Cannabis is coming into Tin City. Who uh, is that? So Golden Apple Cannabis is owned by um, Sean and Brooke Sherman. Mm-hmm. Super awesome couple. I met them at 15C. Got it. Um, he is a smart man. Smart. So super smart. He's a computer engineer. Oh, okay. Right so on. he's not, he's just not some kid off the street who's like... Yeah, you know, just a pothead, right? Yeah, he's not, he is... He's a business guy. He's a total business Smart. guy. Like, well, they have his terpenes at Fish Gaucho. They have his terpenes at um, Sidecar hmm. that they use in drinks. Right. Non non THC terpenes, just right. to be clear, folks. Yeah, don't get freaked you, you out. You can't you can't do that in the state of California or in the nation right now. I don't think. Um, what, do they currently have a brick and mortar or no? They do not. So this would be their first. And when are they supposed to be coming in here? It'll probably the building's not even built yet. So I'm, I'm oh. assuming probably a year and a half. Wow, so it's still a ways off. Same, well, same with the the new restaurant. That's well, how are they selling their stuff now? Is it more like just an online store it's and then a, they it's deliver? delivery, but they're not taking any new clients or anything like that at this time. Right now, it's all research and development. For, oh, okay, for got the it. New thing that's so they, they've got their daytime jobs. This is their side hustle <clears throat> exactly. until it becomes what it is. Got and they're, it. I mean, they're amazing because I, I, they're so, I mean, they are, they're doing it beautiful because I'll go, hey, do you got a recycling program for your containers for the CBD? And he's right. like, no, we're good. And I'm like, okay, do you got, and I'm I mean, they, they, but the packaging is top notch. The, right. the logo is amazing. I mean, everything that they do, it's all in house as well. So it's Got like, it. it's from straight from, they grow everything, you know, from flour and then all their salves, their CBDs, hmm. their THCs. Like, uh, and you said they were going to do like, like CBD stuff too. Non, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Not, not, it's not just THC, you know. Got it. That's they'll cool. have, they'll have, um, like salves, bombs, um, tinctures. Mm-hmm. And, like and everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. I think, I believe I caught part of them on a liquid lunch. Oh, yeah. He's been on yeah. there quite a few times without him. And I remember him talking about, because you just said research and development, I feel like I remember him talking about how they're constantly exploring oh, new man. products I and delivery it. mechanisms and all that. So I think that's super cool. Yeah, they, he's gone into, they've done some some really innovative stuff with another friend of mine that I actually introduced him. And he, uh, they've come up with a powder form. That doesn't taste like anything. You can mix it in water. Huh. Like CBD or THC. It is a trip. Powder, mix it in water, stir it up, drink it. And it dissolves and you don't even, you look at it and it's like, all right, cool. And you drink it and and then whatever. Because I know when I do that tea from Spice of Life, like once I'm done with that cup of tea, and it usually takes me like an hour just to sip on it and drink it. But like when it's all done, it's like, it feels like I got a massage. It's yeah. Just, oh, it feels I good. I need a massage. It's well, been a while. hey, Lisa. Yeah. Got to hook it up. Yeah. I don't. I try not to have it because I get pretty naughty and I need someone who can really... And by naughty, he means like like bad boy. Naughty. K-N-O-T-T-Y, <laughs> not N-A-U-G-H. I, see, I was thinking the latter. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't, I don't do... Mis- Man, I'm like super sensitive. So like people start digging on me, it's like... Uh. I'm so, like when she'll rub my hands and I'll just be like, ugh, wincing. Because you're so tight? Because it's so tight and just so right. gnarly. Um, but I, I love a good massage, you know? Does sauna relieve any of that? Oh, yeah, it totally does. Yeah, because that's, I mean, yeah, that sauna thing that I started doing four days ago, four days in a row, 20 minutes each day, 165. It, it, man, it's like, 
I thought part of the reason I avoided it was I thought you would go in, do your thing, sweat like crazy, and then feel like tired and like no. lethargic. But I come out feeling like no, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, I love saunas. I absolutely love them. I think you know they. Whoever invented that stuff, like the old bathhouses and Bob Sauna. They they took Bob Sauna. I just made that up. <laughs> Bob Sauna here. <laughs> um, that's pretty, I, I, that's dope. It's great, man. So how come you stopped? Stop doing saunas? Yeah, do you still go do it or what? Well, I don't go to a gym. Oh. So, you know, I don't. Maybe we should open a sauna company. Sauna house would be good. We could have a place up here that has sauna, float tanks, well, they have the float tanks in San Luis now. Yeah, it's so far away from me. I'm kidding. It is <laughs> it's long not, It's like away. 30 minutes away, but... It's over the grade, though. Oh, yeah. Who wants to go over that thing? Um, where down in Slow is it? Uh, I don't know. Oh. It's probably in downtown, though, right? Or out on Broad Street or somewhere. Got I don't it. know, dude. I don't, I don't keep up with the goings-on of San Luis Obispo anymore. Well, that's why you live up here, bro. That's right. You know what's going on in Templeton and Tin City. Pretty much. That's it. That's your That's your bubble. That's That's my bubble. Yeah. That's my bubble. Are you still surfing then? Because I was going to say the I coast. Surfed, I, last time I surfed was about a month ago. Um, oh, so you're still doing it, just yeah, not absolutely. as often. Just yeah. not as often. I've never done it in my life. I have this thing. We were talking about spiders. I have this thing about sharks. <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah, you don't apparently. Uh, I've seen sharks. Yeah, it's not good, man. No well, bueno. I mean, what kind? I think, okay, the one I saw, they were pulling up in the pier one time in Pismo. I was paddling out. Right. And they're hauling it up, and it was probably... Oh, they brought it in. I don't know if they brought it in. It was oh. probably like 10 foot or so. And I looked up and I'm like, holy shit, that's a big fish. Oh, really? But then there was a wave. And I'm like, hoo-hoo. And so I turned around caught this wave. And then I paddled back out. And, it, and I don't see it. And I'm that like, does. either they pulled it over or the line snapped and it hit the water and took off. Yeah, I'm good. My thing with the ocean and sharks that's like, like if I see a spider, I can also see all around it and see that there's no other spiders. Yeah. But if you're in the water, you can see nothing unless it's, like, right here. It's true. And they see everything and smell mm. everything. They and smell stuff. it more. I mean, they, in that murky water, they they can't see that good. As well, then they got their... Their sense of smell and stuff. Yeah, their schnoz or whatever going. But it's like, that freaks me out to not be able to see. And I've I've been scared out of the water before. We're like, we were surfing San Carpaporo one time, my brother-in-law and I. And it was a big day. And there was just he and I, mm. and he he caught a wave in, and um, I'm sitting out there and I'm just feeling freaked out. Just feeling it, not just seeing fe- it, not seeing anything. I'm like, I feel freaked out. I'm like, I just am getting a weird vibe right now. And so, caught the next wave in real quick. And didn't you didn't see anything? Didn't go, see but you anything, didn't go back just, out. But I didn't go back out. It's just like I got a feeling, you know. The but intuition then I, to it. Yeah, but then I've served before, serving with Allie from 15C and Brett. Mm. Um, and we were uh, we were at A Beach, and mm-hmm. that's where the girl got bit. Oh, that's right. You yeah. know, there's been a couple of instances there, what? and we were surfing there, and um, I look, and Allie and Brett and Justin were literally running on the fucking water. Really? To get in, and they're all shark, and and I just turn and I look, and I barely see something. You were on, on the, the beach. I was in the water. Oh, so I barely see something on the corner of my eye. Right. And there's another guy right here with me and we kind of, we stood up cause it was low tide. And so we stood up on a mm. sandbar and we're like, you know, knee deep water and we're looking at each other and, and you know, and then it got deep and then to the shore. Right. And I'm like, did you see anything? He's like, I kind of saw something. And I'm like, what do you want to do? Know. And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you want to go back out? Nobody else is out. And he's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And so we just paddle back out and uh. just kept one of us would look one way and the others looking the other way. 
until that thing comes up like this. It was too shallow for it to come up like uh, that. It was going to have to come at a side attack if it was going to get you. I don't know, man. That's um, You're not going to find... Now, I will say I've not ever surfed, but back when I was younger, I've gone swimming out into the ocean, like end of the pier yeah. type stuff, and I never... I don't know, like, I never thought about it. Just never... I mean, obviously, you know, I knew sharks existed, but I just never thought about it happening to me or not. It happens further out or at certain beaches, but... The most shark attacks in the United States happen in Florida. Yeah. Well, and... Okay. We could do an entire, like, two-hour podcast on Florida. Florida should not be part of the United States. Sure it should. should be its own oh, country. man. It should be its own country. Oh, uh, man, they're the cousin you like to bring to the party that, you know... I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> they are, man. Here, I'll give them a little liquor and see what they do. I looked, I looked down there for a few months, dude, and it was like... It was crazy, and then it's like... You know how you're, you're reading a story, and you're like, who the hell would do this? Like, where did this happen? And you're like, oh, Tallahassee, Florida, or oh, this place, that place. Yeah. The crocodiles, the boas... The crocodiles the, are getting eaten by the boas now. Ne- yeah, I saw an article about that. So people had boas as pets. They got too big because that's what they do. And then they would release them. Yep. And then they're out there breeding. Yeah, and they're not natural for that for the habitat. So now there's like actual people that like it's their job to like go and kill. You saw, I just saw this. Yeah. Where the guy went out. Where it was the guy with the bandana went out with that other guy. I think so, yeah. You got the red bandana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 no offense to you. I'm not playing your style. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm good, good on you though for, for doing it and doing your thing. I'm just not a fan of his that was style. Part of the no-no's Facebook page. He was? No. Just, just <laughs> threw that in there. Um, I just think it, he's just trying too hard. I, like, I, I get that with a lot of the, the new content that's being generated, like by like uh, by Vice or BuzzFeed right. or things like Fox that. Fox and all those. They're ones. all like... Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you look like a fucking cartoon, dude. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of cartoons, man. Well, they're living cartoons. That's right. the crazy part. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like the best, though, are like, to me, I think the best cartoons are still like airports... Life. Um, places like the fair. Fair is good. Fair is good. Cartoon. And then like, yeah, situations. Yeah, I think Florida's full of a lot of cartoons. Although, remember Alyssa that worked here? She moved back down to Florida. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She loves it. Alyssa, right? you're fine. You're good. You're we love good. You. Um, yeah, I, I I, I've only been to Florida though. We went for our honeymoon, and that's the only time, and I loved it. Where in Florida? We went to. Uh, Key Colony, which is just off Marathon Key, which is halfway down. I've heard of Marathon, but not that. Okay. Yeah, and so um, it's, it's it's pretty swanky. <laughs> and, uh, As it should be for a honeymoon. It was dope, though. We stayed in. Again, there was uh, some people I knew from 15C. I actually went to school with um, the gal who owns the house. We went to junior oh, high, really? high school together. Yeah, right Heidi. Um, and her husband owned the house there. And so they gave it to us a, a steal for a honeymoon. That's so cool, though. Dude. It was such a beautiful, beautiful house. And um, that was so dope. Vodka How long did you cat. go for? We went for we were gone for ten days. We were there for seven. Then we went down to Key West proper for two days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh. I mean, you didn't like that place as much. It was it's cool, but it's it's one of those spots where it's kind of touristy, you know. Yeah. And so like Tin City. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no dude, you have no fucking idea. I mean, this, place is, this place is becoming a tourist destination. Uh, you can park and like get food hard alcohol wine beer cider and buy like clothing at all these places too where can you oh yeah you can buy clothing that's right all the swag you can buy everything here you don't have to leave you don't you've got you've got a market at etto mm-hmm. you've got ice the restaurant cream. yeah you've got food trucks food trucks. ice cream ice forgot cream. about that 
There's mechanics over here if your cars are ever jacked up. True. Right at the corner, if you need a wood statue or a wood fort, that company will make you one. If you need somebody to work on your pools, Sport Rock will do that and build all this beautiful... Check it out. <laughs> um, so what is it missing, really, then? Um, oh, the cannabis thing that's coming. That's coming. And, a, so. and I, I believe a coffee shop is coming in with cannabis as well. Oh, that's interesting. Coffee, I think, would do well in here, especially for a lot of you guys, like harvest time and like if oh, they're dude. open early in the morning. Oh, dude, if they open early in the morning, yeah. people would be up there. If, they yeah. did, if you'd have good coffee. Well, there's that. you got to have good coffee. Okay, that's a good question. Um, you make coffee at home, right? Yeah. Do you ever partake in coffee shops locally? Sometimes, if I'm out and about. Um, but you're not a fan of that? I, they're they're good. I love them. They yeah. they're great to get coffee that's freshly roasted, right? Which I, I I love. But I you know I used to be into coffee shop guy where we would go to Uptown Espresso. It's now Black Horse in San oh, Luis on Hungary. Yeah, I've been to Black Horse. Yeah. And so we used to go there, and that was like our jam. We'd hang out, you know, hang out for a couple hours. Yeah. I used to do that kind of thing, but I would take like my laptop so I could work or whatever. But um, we would just go and just hang out and shoot the shit. Right. Because you just that's what you down. do. Yeah. It's kind of that's a European thing to do. It's very European of you. And so, but now I'm just like, nah, I don't have anything to say. I, want, I need to get in and get out. You know. We could do our podcast at a coffee no. shop. <laughs> be too loud. Um, well, it'd be loud, but then it'd be like, I mean, between all the people that we right. know in town, it'd just be all this glad handling and just like, oh hey, how you doing? What's up? Shaking, <laughs> right? What's up? <laughs> that's good. I like that wording too. Um, my favorite in Paso is probably spearhead jeremy does a good job i like that one it's good they do a lot of stuff i think more coffee shops are doing that though locally where they're they'll happen there that mustang has seen better days oh it's seen way better days um the uh a lot of coffee shops are doing stuff like with wineries and like you can go to a winery and there will be like a coffee product yeah and it's like you know from spearhead or whatever yeah. but um who's chattering Probably some old gals doing their walk, their morning walk. Oh, that's a good place to do morning. Do the walk, like well, walk. Well, so yeah, they'll do the walk because you know you've got. There we go. See, I called it, man. Boom! I'm like, good. I am so stinking don't, good. Don't look at us. Um. No, around the corner over there, you know, there's like the waste management. There's yeah. um, there's warehouses over there uh-huh. where there's office people. Oh, so there's. So you'll see that you'll it. see the gals out on their break doing a quick lap and stuff like that. I thought you meant like they'd come out like walk, <laughs> you know, a couple miles around the loop and then like everything opens and they're just pounding wine and beer that That'd kind be, of thing. If you guys want to do that, go for it. I mean, I would do How that. About it? I mean, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do that. No, yeah. they're ladies that work at a desk and they're trying to get up and get that blood flowing. Good yeah. for them really good for him. it's health man it's totally good for you sitting at a desk is like the new like what is it the new smoking it totally is the new smoking yeah. dude. you got to get out and stretch even if you just stretch for 10 minutes a day oh i do that yeah i do 15 you a gotta, day i mean it's i wake up in the morning and stretch and it's like i just hear it all everything popping and yeah. creaking and but then it feels so good it does feel, it, it, i feel <clears throat> more awake you yeah know? oh 100 well because i think that's part of it just loosening everything up but uh yes since getting old man it's like Okay, let's like You're exercise every day. We gotta, I'm going to reframe this narrative right here. Okay. Okay. 20 year olds say a 50 year old's old. Okay. That's only 30. Oh, yeah, a lot of them, dude. Okay. Or they'll say, they'll say, I, I hear 20 year olds go, I'm old. And I'm like, You're not old. You're not I'm, old. Like, I'm like, Screw you, dude. I'm 42. And they're not, like, And that's oh, not old. Right. And that's, to me, that's not old. I Got mean, <clears throat> old is, when you think of old, you think of something that's worn out, that's like, what do you think of Almost you, like no use anymore. Exactly. It's it's. Ah, uh, that's old. Throw it away. Yeah, but I don't feel old. How old do you feel? I feel probably like I'm in my thirties. 
That's good. Realistically, that's how I feel. I have to say, though, because of all the crap I've been doing since I turned 40, like experimenting with myself and health and all that, <clears throat> I'm 42. I'll be 43 this year. And I realistically feel better than when I was 25 or 30. I was I was totally sober at that time, so I was feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling that's, real good, yeah. It's it like, another angle to it, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was surfing all the time and shredded. <laughs> shredded. Yeah, what's this guy doing? Oh, more deliveries. He's going to the uh, mechanic. There really is a mechanic over there? Yeah, dude. What do they, like, work on regular cars or what? Uh, I think they work on high-end cars. Oh, that's cool. When are they going to get booted for another alcohol business? Uh, probably when their their lease is up. Gotcha. Well, because they can probably get more out of, like, a winery or a... Brewery. You're going to generate more business. People are going to stay in the area longer. It's right. just better for the whole community. Got it. I mean, those guys are amazing, I'm sure. Right. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm not dogging them. No. Got to gotta make that cheddar. Got to make that cheddar. What else should we talk about, man? Uh, there's all kinds. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff to talk about. It is. There is. Have you ever seen a miracle? Are you like, are, like <laughs> I witnessed a miracle or is yeah. it a show? No. Have you ever seen anything that you've never been able to describe in your life? Yes, <clears throat> but I don't. You don't have to call it a miracle. Right. Okay, we'll just go just a little quick snippet into our last conversation when we were talking about like religion, yeah, atheism, yeah. hope and all that. I don't believe in miracles. Yeah. I think it's just like, oh, that's how that went. Unexplained. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot that goes on that I clearly can't explain. Like, I can't... If you told me to make one of these microphones, I I have no idea. That's magic. That's, ma- it's, that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. That, that, that you can do this, and that works, and this, and an iPhone is a miracle if you're going to use that word. True. <clears throat> so, have you? Yes. Recently? No. Is Come this on. like a one-off thing that you saw? No, or? no. I've se- I've seen. It. It's been a, the same. So I'll, I'll I'll give a backstory to it. So when I was younger, we used to go to San Francisco and like ministry, whatever you want to call it, to homeless people. We would actually just go and I would tell the kids, I don't want you to say anything to them. Don't right. talk about Jesus. Right. We're we were handing out like socks and and things like that, and then we went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and just got so much <clears throat> chicken. Oh man. Because they wouldn't, they won't let homeless people into places right. like that, and so we were like, meet at Kentucky Fried Chicken, but yeah. meet outside oh, and line it. up, and we'll totally got feed it. everybody. Right. And I just told the kids, I don't want you to, don't give the Jesus spiel. Just listen to them. Everybody's got right. a story. Just see how they got. Don't be here. a salesman. Just listen. Just listen. And so yeah. it was really gnarly. And so the next day we went to this church um, that was on Valencia, between 16th and 17th. And I had heard about this church before, and I had been like, you guys are out of your mind. This, is, <laughs> this shit does not happen. Right. And so apparently angels appeared at this church. And what they would do is... And this is what you're hearing other people tell yeah, you about. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm like, here... Right. Get, what have you been smoking? Get out right. of me with that devil talk. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Um, and so they would, like, anoint people with oil. Um, they would anoint Bibles with oil. Like, mm-hmm. it would just... Oil would appear, just appear. Like, you would be looking at it, the pastor would be like, the Lord wants you to know Ezekiel 12, 3 is a verse for you. Right. He's really, you know, impressed upon my heart and mm-hmm. personal, go to that. And literally on that verse, it, you just see like it just like growing. Like on the paper, like on it, the paper. almost like if you drop water and it kind of spreads out a exactly, little bit. Exactly, but there's no drops. Right. That's the right. crazy part. And then, absolutely, I mean, because we went in there and, and we went three different times. Right. And, and 
I had oil anointed on my head twice. Mm-hmm. The third time I went there, nothing happened, but I was like, yeah, I didn't think anything was going to happen. <laughs> I was like, we drank the night before, and I, I would start drinking. Oh, that's drinking what it was. Then, that's yeah, what it who was. Who knows? I mean, you know, whatever. You but, put the poison of the devil in you. Well, not really. I mean, what's what the first ha- thing? I mean, no, I mean, because... Noah planted a vineyard first off. He can't get, <laughs> get drunk. There was, there was a little alcohol being consumed but, back in the I day. But, I mean, so we saw verifiable, I mean, actual miracles. And, I mean, right. and the oil smelled, and you could it lingered. You'd leave the building, mm-hmm. and if it was in someone's Bible, you'd smell it for months. That's crazy, dude. Months. That hmm. church is no longer there. Um, my son asked me. It, what got me thinking about it was my son asked me about that. Right. And then I followed up and said, hey, did you look into that? And he's like, it's gone now. Oh, really? It's totally gone. Huh. Um, but yeah, I saw a miracle like that. It was crazy. What was, because you, you have described yourself, I believe I'm using the right word, as, um, you know, pretty hardcore down the religious path. Yeah. And you've pulled back from that on some level. I don't know what, what you classify yourself as now, but what changed all that? Uh, I think what changed it was when... My ex-wife and I were having, we were going through some issues. We were having issues. We weren't getting along. And I just was not into what the church was doing. You know, we had told them a bunch of times. We used to have a lot of kids that would come to our house that wouldn't go to church regularly. Right. Kids that were, you know, in jail or a couple kids came out of mental institutions. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I dealt with kids cutting themselves like... 15 years ago 16 years ago that sucks a long time ago and so i i mean we would bring that up and it was even before those stories started becoming mainstream Mm -hmm. and it was gnarly and we would just be like you guys need to talk to these kids we were and they they just kind of shunned them because they weren't oh they weren't that cookie cutter mold interesting so rather than do what they should have done because they're claiming to be something and try to help them they're going like oh we can't deal we with can't them. we can't deal with them they're this way they, they i thought that was part of the church's job yeah you would think dude hmm. you know they are they're like they smell they this and it's like <clears> okay and so then when my ex-wife and i were having issues and stuff no one was around and i just really it really bummed me out mm-hmm. people that i thought were i was super close to right if you i mean you find out really oh I'm sh- yeah who's important and who's not right and not to discredit anybody that I went to church with. You guys are all awesome people, but the ones that I'm still in contact with, right. obviously you're in my life for a reason. Are they still involved in the church? No. that that No, and a lot of friends that I have, they're all church hoppers too. Oh, really? Yeah, they'll go from one church to the other church. Right. I mean, multiple times, and it's it kind of goes along with like, if you don't like something, stay and fix it. True, right. Or, I guess, start your own church. It's like, don't go to all these other ones. It's like, if right. you guys don't like what they're saying, make something up that you like. So, how would you describe what you are today? I'm a believer, I guess, is what I would describe myself as. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not... I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for my sins. But I also believe that other people died for my sins, too. Right. You know, and, and I think he was the son of God. But I think there were other sons of God that came at different times. Gotcha. So, it's real... This is blasphemy. Um, You've done a lot of other blasphemy. Yeah, totally. It's not a lie. But um, it goes back to what I was saying before where it's like we're all interconnected. And it's like I think that that, these people who came and were talking about God were like this is – because they had a profound experience with the universe. Right. And maybe saw beyond and was like, look, we're all interconnected. Right. And so that's really where I'm at now. It's like if you live your life in a 
an honest way, not mm-hmm. a good way, an honest way. Okay. Fucking even bad people can be good. Right. But if you're honest about right. the way you live your life, right. Even if you're a total dick, you're like, I'm honestly a dick. But you're honest about it. But that's good enough too. I think that it is. It's yeah. like if you don't, if you're not jacking with people, if you're not stealing from people, if you're not murdering people, right. If you're living, I hate this term. I don't like this term. Living your best life. Living your best life. Living your best life. But I always did. I ask you this: What if a serial killer, his best life is murdering people? True. And so, to me, I don't like that. I don't like that. But if you're living, no, makes your, sense. But if you're living your best life yeah. and, and you're doing no harm to your other human, that's when we get that universal peace. It's not from right. Like, not from establishing God's kingdom on earth. Right. You know, which is what a lot of the the right wants to do the right. religious right and it's like you guys are you guys are the same as al-qaeda when you want to establish a theocratic even though they government. may not be doing it violently the way like al-qaeda does something they're violently, doing it legislatively but it's still it's still putting your will on people exactly. that don't have that same desire exactly. or belief or thought and i think that's wrong so honest so that's that's where i mean that's where i stand and right. I, it's, to me it's like i just want to help people and listen and I'm trying to really, at least once a day, either affect someone's life or be affected. I met this guy Sunday. Samuel came into the Cider House. Shout out to Samuel. Samuel. And I never met him before. It took him a long time to get down. He walked with a cane. and, and had, like old guy? No, he wasn't old. It looked like either... Can I use the word old? Yeah, see, he either had... He, I mean, it, to me, it either looked like <laughs> um, something had happened to mm-hmm. him. He'd either been in an accident or... Or um, something genetic, right? So it took him literally, you know, t- from the front door to sit down at one of the stools in there. The, right? Not even the stool, the bench. He wouldn't. Oh, the stool. oh, got it. Yeah. Five minutes to walk there. Holy shit! But he came in and he was so enthusiastic, and so I we were chit chatting about cider, and right. he was and he knew wine, so that was awesome oh, to me because he yeah. knows all the processes, right? Um, and it was just so cool to sit and talk with him, and and then he came up to the bar, and him and his wife left, and. And that's a drinking crowd right there. That's not that office walking. That is a total walking. drinking crowd. 11 a.m., guys. Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are want to get at it. They're like, let's go. Okay, so this guy, Samuel. So anyways, but he chatting was Chatting wine and cider. Chatting wine and cider. And when he came up, um, Jesse, who works here at Barrel House, was like, that guy was enthusiastic. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, that's awesome. You know, he's, and we were just kind of stoked to see how awesome he was right. just to be like even though it was hard for him to get right. around he was still enthusiastic about life and it made me appreciate my life you That's know cool. and so it's like i want to be able to do that at, at least see something like that once a day where you see something where positive see like something, that or you're actually impact or do you feel you had you impacted each other because you took the time to chat with him i think also? i think we impacted Got each it. other because you know a lot of people when they see a guy like that they may like say hi or whatever but I think a lot of people get freaked out about getting into a conversation with somebody that looks the way that, like, how you describe it. Yeah, they're uncomfortable with people with disabilities. I think, you know what that is? I think, honestly believe this. It's like when you see something over there that, like, freaks you out, I think it's because you have fear that that could be you. Yeah. It could become you. But, like... I think fear is this thing that we're just seeing what's in here out there somewhere. Well, it's like like the spider thing. I mean, right. literally, I was. Well, so you have spiders inside you? No. Okay. God, I would. Oh God. <laughs> what if it? Oh God, that would be so awful. 
Oh, that would be horrible. That would be bad, dude. <laughs> if you had a boil and spider cyst came out of it. Oh, can you imagine if you like oh. had like a like one of those cyst <laughs> things that you pop? <laughs> That's awful, dude. <laughs> that is that is like. And it was. <laughs> you gotta stop. That's fucking horrible. Okay, I'm done with that. Oh, dude. That's, All right, so oh. let's go back to you want to have an impactful moment at least once a day. Yeah, for sure. Even if it's the smallest thing, I mean, it could be anything. Right. No, I get it. I mean, well, that wasn't hard. No, it wasn't hard. It was. It wasn't hard at all. It's just you're opening yourself up. It and just took being a little available. time too. Like that's it. Well, and that's the, that's the cool part is because you don't know. Obviously, every action has a reaction. Okay, just so you know, so that does have an end time on it of recording. Yeah. So it looks like it. It was thirty minutes. We're still talking to you on the podcast, but still on the podcast. So just went off there. Yeah, I'll have to figure out. Can't you adjust the timer on? I don't think there is a timer on the on the. I think it does that because of like how much space it takes. Oh. But you know what we could do next time, is, well, once we get this to the point where we're recording on a separate device, I can we can use my phone to record because this will take an hour long video. Yeah. I can still put that up just with like a description of it. Um, and just tell people to go here to listen to the rest of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I know I, I feel you, man. It's like, I think, I see, I think that's something that comes with wisdom though. As I've gotten older, I'm more that way where you kind of let shit slide. Like if you see like some negative shit or somebody being, you're just kind of like, what's the point of that dude? It's true. Like just relax. But then it like kind of flips over to where you're like, not not even just that, but then you're like, you know, I'm going to do something to like, try to be more positive. Like I know it's stupid, but you know, even like once every like month or two, I'll even go on Facebook and post some photo or some little quote image thing yeah. and just, you know, tell people like, Oh, have a cool day. And if, if you don't, if you're going through problems and you don't feel like you have Aren't anybody you to chat with, like, you know, hit me up or whatever, Yeah, you know, and I have had people like get in touch with me, but it just feels good, you know, like, cause if you're in a, we're all on this like totem pole somewhere feels like and i i feel like and i kind of mean like mentally and emotionally and Mm -hmm. like like the amount of privilege that we all carry to some degree but if you're here and you're feeling good well i don't what's privilege have to do with it i don't mean privilege as in like white i just mean like um if i like if i'm in a good spot like financially like you know i can always be in a way better spot financially for sure sure. but i'm but i'm privileged to be where i am through hard work and all that stuff i get it but if i'm up here you can always help these people down here that don't have what you have and again that could be finances it could be like if if somebody's you could tell somebody's a little mentally unstable they need somebody to chat with yeah anything like that. that i think that's big dude well you clearly did it a lot when you were you know doing your church thing and yeah we it's a big deal, man. Yeah. <clears throat> we dealt with some difficult situations. I can't imagine, though, in that environment. Well, we didn't, I didn't have, like, I didn't have any formal training in that shit. Right. You know, and, or anything. And so you're dealing with kids, and you're just like, holy shit. So that was just, like, more of a natural thing that just came to you as it far as... It just came to us. We were just open to people, you know. And right. Our house was open. We had, like, an open-door policy. If they needed a place to stay, they can come stay at our house. So your parents were that way, too? No. Well, no, no, my parents weren't. Oh, it was way. your house. My house. Your personal yeah, house. My Got personal it. house. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I met so many people just meeting people. Mm-hmm. Like, I met a guy, Jerry Zancy. He was, he is second cousin, was, I'm sure he's passed away now. I haven't been in touch with him forever. Second cousin to Nelson Mandela. No way. 
Yeah. Wow. And he lived in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. And I met him, first I met him at a laundromat on Laurel Lane. Um, and he walked in and he was looking for some shirts and he was this black guy and, you know, his English was amazing. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me where... Oh, like fancy. Yeah, fancy English. Wow. And I was cool. like, yeah, it's right up the street and over there. And I was like, all right, cool. But I was like, man, I, I feel like I'm supposed to just talk to that guy. Right. So I didn't do that. And then I saw him like maybe a week later at Scolari's and he was leaving and I was walking in the store and I'm like, I walked in and I'm like, no, I'm like, he's, that guy was walking and I'm like, so he's walking with those groceries. I'm like, I'm going to go pick him up and take him home. Uh-huh. So I went in my car and I'm like, he probably went down this way. So I went down the street and I saw him and I pulled up and he kind of was startled. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, he said, he's like, yeah, you know, because he grew up with apartheid and stuff. Oh, gotcha. So and he, he's like, when a black yeah. vehicle pulls up rapidly. More of a fear thing. Yeah, yeah. more of a fear thing. And so huh. I got to know him, and he was a part of our life for a whole fall, basically. He came to Thanksgiving dinner at my ex-wife's grandma's oh, really? house. Yeah. That's cool. Um, we, sent, we got him home right before Christmas, and people were like, because he didn't have any money at all to get back home he had come to america to study social programs uh-huh. to go back to port elizabeth to implement oh really wow. in, the, in the ghettos and stuff huh that's cool and so he would work with like he would work with church organizations social organ- it didn't matter right. he just wanted to see it all like what are you doing for the what are you doing for people who need help right that was his mantra huh and so awesome, it got to just <laughs> cool guy like that you know jerry zancy huh that's he, a trip yeah that's like sound. That kind of sounds like a memory that you hadn't thought about in a while, or something. I hadn't like thought that. about it in a little while, but I just—I mean, it's crazy because the impact I thought he would have on people that right. were my Christian friends, right? They were like, eh, didn't really care for the guy, but oh, oh really? Oh yeah, they were just like, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> and I was like, this guy's amazing. You know, I have no idea. And they were just like, yeah, whatever. And then other people were like, who didn't go to church into it? They they would talk to them and go, this guy's amazing. Hmm. This guy's amazing. Right. And they would tell me that, and I'm like, I know. Yeah, you're telling. Yeah, I get it. I'm yeah. like, I know. Huh. So Jerry's antsy. That's a trip, dude. And then we stayed in touch a couple times on phone, but he it was just so far away. And I mean, I met him when he was already in his seventies, and that oh, was yeah, fifteen. That was like sixteen years ago, maybe. He could still be around. He here, could right? totally still be around. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. That's a trip. People like that in your life that kind of pass through, you know. But they have an effect. I oh mean, yeah. And and that's the stuff. It's like I want to be able to, I want to be able to affect people's lives. Do you think that you're doing it, or you, do you think you still have like, like a ways to go, or you're not doing enough, or? Sometimes I think I'm not doing enough, but then, just by working with these kids and just, I mm-hmm. feel like giving them advice because right. they'll come and go, Losh, what should I do? Oh really? Yeah. Still? Yeah, they do, and I'm just like, well, this is what I would do. Right. Or I'm like, this is what you said earlier, so this right. is what you, you know, da 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 da. It's that wisdom thing, I right. think. And oh yeah. So I, I think I'm still doing it to an extent. Um, people tell me I can never get away from that shit. I think it, it's just in you. I don't think stuff like that's taught to you. You you have, like, I, when I was younger too, like even you know junior high and high school, I was always somebody where my friends, like, if they were having girlfriend problems or girls were having boyfriend like i was somebody that they felt they could come talk to and it's still that way today like people come and talk to annie and i um you know if they're going through shit like a lot of people what (laughs) (laughs) no dirt here bro um but yeah it really is like one of those things where it's like um i think you just have it like it's just kind of who you are i think you can if you don't have it you could 
kind of get it a little bit, but if it's naturally in you, yeah. Plus, if it's naturally naturally in you, plus it's as you get older, you get wiser. Yeah. Those two things are huge. You know what I mean? But that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a. It's cool, man. I think what like this whole notion that we're <clears throat> you know here to pay bills and buy the new car that's and a lie. do all the shit. It's just it's crazy. But I've I've gotten wrapped up in that shit too. I man. did too. <clears throat> when you're poor, though. <laughs> it's a lot easier not to be wrapped up in that shit. That's so funny, dude. Um, I mean, you really are. And that's, I always laugh because people go, when people say that, you know, how, I'm living the dream. Right. What's that mean? Two jobs and you're right. struggling and you're living the dream just because you're in Central California? Man, live the dream. Go to the beach. Hang out with your friends. It's the experience. It's the experience of it all. Right. I mean, I live the dream because my dream is my patio. Right. It really is. That's like... And so when I say, yeah, I'm living the dream, yeah, I'm living my dream because I'm reading a book on my patio. Just That's interesting because, like, I have that feeling a lot, like, when I go out in my backyard and I, I'm just chilling and, like, I'll either be listening to a podcast or listening to music or reading and, like, you have a stogie and, like, my, mm -hmm. my jug of water or whatever. And it's just, like, yeah, just right here, right now, this is what's happening. And it's, like, I, there's, I don't want to be doing anything mm -hmm. else right now, you know? I think too many people, it's constantly, like, I like it, but I hate it. That whole, like, keeping up with the jo Joneses wording. Because yeah. um, <clears throat> I think there's a lot of that, but I think a lot of people, I think it's worse with social media, but a lot of people see this stuff and they're like, oh, that person went to Hawaii, so, like, how come, how could they do that and we can't do that? You know, maybe they have more money than you. Maybe whatever. Maybe they're saving. <clears throat> you just, you don't know everybody's circumstance because everybody hides behind it. Like, there's a lot about you and Lisa that I don't know and rightly so what do you want to know <laughs> Lisa 300 bus um, but you know seriously I mean it's like one of those things where it's like you know you can be as open and transparent and honest as you want but yeah. like there's you know like there's everybody has their own things they keep well, hidden you, right even what, whether it's finances or like the crazy shit they want to do in their bedroom or whatever it is yeah. and that's good you, you know people should have that but it's like but to sit here and judge or look at what those people are doing and then look at your own life. It's like, yeah, but how old are, how old are they? Like, are they 10 years older than you? Well, it's 10 more years of working and saving that's, money. That and that's what, that's what people need to realize. You know, it's like there's, there is, you do get wisdom with age. I mean, right. the experience of living. Well, and that's, see, that's the actually it's the experience of living is what it is. Right. That's actually a better point too. It's like, I think wisdom comes with life, but what is life? It's a series of experiences mm -hmm. one after another. So wisdom comes from experience so if you're so if you are just hiding out and you're not experiencing your i think travel is important even oh, if very, you do it I like a very traveling. cheap thing but it's like traveling talking to people learning about cultures learning about whatever it is you're interested in yeah. but spending the time to learn and do that shit i think all that stuff adds up to these experiences and wisdom and i don't know man it's just crazy life it's good life i mean but it's it's you can say that sitting here on right. a sunny day right in a podcast you know it's not like we're in a monsoon in bangladesh and or even worse than a monsoon in bangladesh we're not working in a cubicle in an office building i'm not i, I know that's not worse getting cancer yeah because it's cancer. the new cigarettes and you're sitting and yeah you're dying slowly because there's no circulation i had a guy i had a guy the other day sit out our back fence where you guys came in through yeah it was after church, and I'm sure he's hiding out from his wife because he didn't want her to see her smoking oh that's hilarious and i'm sitting there and i'm reading and i'm like i smell cigs i'm like damn it so I look, and the guy's standing kind of right next to my fence. And it's like, okay, well, what are you doing next to my fence? So I'm like, hey, buddy, can I help you? 
oh no no I'm just waiting for my wife and I'm like alright cool and I'm like are you smoking and I'm like if you are could you please go up to the street yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like okay and then I'm like thank you I appreciate that and he's like alright no problem yeah but it was one of the it's like dude what are you you're hiding in this right next to my fence well he was living his best life and then you ruined it well I've ruined his <laughs> but he was messing up my best life with his cigarette smoke cigarette smoke that's like you know, it's funny, like, cigar smoke I can handle, pot smoke I can handle, but, like, there's something... I used to be a cigarette smoker. Me too. Which is, like, probably why I hate it as much as I hate I it. I only like it on very certain occasions. I'll like the smell of it. It reminds me of... It reminds me of my dad a little bit. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so, I'll... Uh, sometimes I do like the smell, but for the most part, it's like, ugh. Gotcha. Stinks. Um, do you want to wrap this and do a second? Sure. We got a lot to say. All right, guys. This is number five. 45 minutes. I like these fluctuations in time no, from they're 30 good. to an hour or whatever. All right. Bye, guys.